Masechet Nazir, Daf Mem. This entire Daf will be about uh, cutting and shaving with a razor as opposed to other implements. And we're going to see the source for the important and relevant halacha uh, that men cannot use a razor to shave a beard or sideburns, but one is permitted to use scissors or an electric shaver that also acts kind of like scissors. Um, because it does not um, come as close like a razor directly on the skin, um, but, but is uh, rather considered like a different implement, you know, like, like scissors or other things that we're going to see. All right, so we begin. Rav Chista teaches three halachot, um, all regarding a nazir cutting his hair. So, in order to get flogged to deserve a li- be have be liable to lashes, even if a nazir cuts just one hair. They are already liable. We're going to see the last word, the batad, applies to all three laws. So even one hair, if it's with a razor, is liable. Now, la'akev means to invalidate the concluding ceremony. Um, that means with two hairs. In other words, a nazir at the, at the end of his period has to shave his head. If he leaves one hair left over and cuts all the rest, that's okay. But if he leaves two hairs, then he he has not fulfilled his concluding ceremony. He has to shave all of his hair. And finally, listor means to uh, negate. If in the middle of his nizirut, he, 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 he shaves, and it's, even though it's not not permitted, um, it does it invalidate the days before? In other words, does he have to wait more days? No, it only uh, will invalidate the days if he cut shaved most of his head. Um, so, in other words, um, he has to if he shaves most of his head. We saw he has to have at least thirty days of growth. So, if he shaves most of his head and it's also with a razor, that means it's very close, right, right on the skin. Then he's going to have to add 30 days of growth uh, to his uh, Nazirut period. However, if he does not cut most of his hair, uh, he leaves most of it there, just cuts, so he cuts a little bit of it, or if he does not use a razor and so he just uh, trims it, but there's still a little bit left, enough to fold over, um, then he does not have to add any days. Okay, that is Rav Chista. Now, we're going to ask a question. A question about the last halacha of when you would have to add extra days. So are you saying that only if he shaves with a razor, then he has to add extra days, but if he shaves with or pulls out his hair with them in some other way, uh, then he does not have to add extra days. That goes against the Braita that says, how do you know that we should add, include all other ways of removing? Now, this is not actually the exact language of any Braita that we had before. It might be a new Braita, or in, probably more likely is just a paraphrase of a Braita that we have on, we had on the previous stuff, um, where we did say, no, anyway, if you uh, uh, pull out, um, if he pulls out his hair or whatever, and now um, and now he doesn't have enough hair to cut, then he's going to have to add 30 days. So how could you say, Rav Chista, that only with a razor? So rather we say we mean in a manner of a razor, meaning if it removes his hair down to the skin, right, like a razor does. So if he removes his hair totally, and it's most of his head, 
um, and that part is, is down to the skin, then he's going to have to add 30 days to have new growth. However, if he does not use a razor, use a different implement and, does, and only has a trim and it has, still has some hair left a little bit uh, that can fold over, then he would not have to add 30 days. Good. And we're going to uh, also support what Rav Chista said in this Beraita. A Nazir who uh, tore out or uprooted or pulled out any amount of hair um, that does not negate any days unless he does it to most of his hair, most of his head. Um, and also it has to be done with a razor. Rabbi Shimon says, just like two hairs prevent him from his having a concluding ritual, right? If he, when he's concluding, he still has, he leaves two hairs over, it's uh, no good. Uh, so too, even if he only removes two hairs, that already is enough that he's going to have, have to add extra days. So Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda is more stringent and says, no, even if he has, um, whereas Tanakama said, you have to remove most of the majority of the hair in order to have to add more days. Rabbi Shimon says even just two hairs will cause him to um, negate those days and is going to have to add more days. The point of this Baraita is the to prove the two hairs prevent the concluding ceremony. All right, this was Halacha Rav Chista said. Um, second, Lakev, that if the concluding ceremony, he shaved his head but left two hairs over, not valid. And you see from here that Rabbi Shimon agrees with that. And so this is a proof uh, to that Halacha uh, from Abraita that Rav Chista said. Okay, so now we're going to quote a Mishnah from Negaim. Okay, very important Mishnah. There are three people that have a mitzvah to shave their hair, and they are Nazir, as we've been talking about this whole time, Misora, as we already made some reference to, and also Leviim, when they were consecrated at the beginning, right, at the, when they first became, when they first become Leviim, uh, they have to shave their entire body and they have to be waved. Um, someone has to pick them up and wave them like one would for a korban or for omer. All right, that's part of their initiation ceremony. And the Mishnah goes on and, and says that um, if they did not shave with a razor, right, they have to shave with a razor. If they did not, or if they did shave, but they left over two hairs, then that ceremony is not valid and they got to go do it again. All right, now now that we know that this applies, this razor rule applies to all three of them. Uh, let's look for a let's look for a source. Amar mor shelosha megalachin v'tiglachan misva peshita maudetema mishum abores arhu v'afilusach nasha kamash malan dela. Okay, so now quoting uh, the beginning of the Mishnah says these three have to shave. Now, don't we know that these three have to shave? Um, and, and, and it is a mitzvah. Like, well, isn't this obvious? It's right there in the Torah, it says so. So why, did, why does this Mishnah have to tell us this list? Uh, the answer is because I would have thought that the main part, the, the mitzvah, is to remove hair. And maybe you could do it in other ways also. It doesn't have to be with a razor. 
Um, maybe you could use uh, a depilatory, right? This acidic thing you put on and it, it, uh, it, it uh, disintegrates the hair. And uh, maybe you would be able to do it in that way. And that's why this Mishnah comes and says, oh, you have to do it and it has to be done with a razor. So that's the special chidush of this Mishnah. Now, if they, if you don't use a razor, it's no good. Now we want to find a source for each one in the Torah. Um, regarding a Nazir, Pasuk says that he, a razor cannot be upon his head all the days while he is a Nazir. And from there we learn that when he's finished being a Nazir, then he, he does use a razor. Um, okay, so that was uh, one of the derivations we had. Good. Um, and for Levi, it says explicitly that um, when we're, during the initiation, right, we pass a razor over all of his flesh. So it says Ta'ar. So that's explicit. But what about Mesora? How do you know that a Mesora has to use it? Has to use a razor. Um, okay. Now, so let's see, we, since the Pasuk doesn't say it explicitly by a, um, by a Mesorah, let's see if we could learn it from either one of the other two, from a Nazir or from Levi. So here's the argument that, yes, you could uh, learn it from a Levi. A Levi requires shaving and has to be done with a razor, says so explicitly. So I'll compare him to the Misora, who also, I know he requires shaving, um, so must be also Ta'ar, right? By uh, Memasinu. Uh, you can use uh, the Levi as a paradigm for uh, Misora. Uh, but however, this will not work. Levi'im have a stringency in that they have to be picked up and waved. I wonder exactly how they did this. I guess they got some strong people to pick them up and wave them around. Um, but uh, Mesorah does not need waving. And so maybe this is a special stringency regarding a Levi. He needs to be waved, and that's why it's connected to his requirement to have a uh, razor. Um, but maybe that's not true from Mesorah. Okay, so let's try again. So maybe we can learn it from a Nazir. A Nazir has to shave. Uh, oh, its head is true, um, not his whole body, but still he has to use a razor. So we could say, um, uh, uh, so we could learn from a Nazir to Mesorah. But then we reject that because a Nazir has a stringency in that not only does he have to bring an animal sacrifice, he also has to bring a, a meal offering together with it. And the Misoda does not. So maybe the stringency of a razor for a Nazir is connected with his having to bring um, a meal offering and the Misoda would not have such, a, such requirements. So now we so far we see that from a one one uh, law, either Nazir or Levi, we cannot learn to Mesorah because each of those independently has uh, a stringency. But how about if we put them together, if we combine um, the Levi and the Nazir, and we see they don't share the with each other these the these particular uh, Chumrot. And so maybe together we can see that the requirement for Nazir is not dependent on uh, those individual chumrot in those two uh, in those two laws. So mehetete tete melviim. 
מלווים שכן טעונים תנופה בגופה נזיר יוכיח, מלווים נזיר שכן קורבנות העונכם לוויים יוכיחו. So this is the argument for learning it from two, right? We'll learn it from, uh, we're going to learn it from take Levi. Now, even though Levi requires that his body be waved, um, but Nazir does not require that his body be waved. So we see that the requirement for a razor is not uh, directly connected to being waved. And you might say, oh, well, but Nazir requires a meal offering, but a Levi does not need a meal offering. So we see that the requirement for a razor is not dependent on Requiring a meal offering. Ve'chazad hadin. Lo re'i zeh k'ri'i zeh ve'lo re'i zeh k'ri'i zeh. Asad ha'shoresh b'hem shem te'anun tiglachat ve'tiglachatan b'ta'ar. Afani abi et ha'mesorah shu ta'un tiglachat ve'tiglachato b'ta'ar. And so now we can go back to the original derivation and we can see that the, uh, uh, the, the uh, essence of one of the Levi is not like the other, and the Mesora and, uh, and the Nazir is also does not have that um, particular um, aspect that the Levi has, but they do have a common denominator. The common denominator between Levi and Nazir is that they require shaving, and the shaving has to be with a razor. And so those two together can be a paradigm for a Mesora that also he has to because he has to shave too and that his shaving has to be with a razor okay good so this seems to be a pretty good proof but we have a problem with it no we have a leniency that applies to nazir sorry, to Mesora, that doesn't apply to the other two, um, that uh, regarding the Levi and the, and the uh, Nazir, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, they have to bring the same offering, whereas a Mesora, who's poor, can bring just birds. A Mesora who can afford it has to bring lambs, but he can't afford it, um, it can bring birds. So this is a leniency that's special to Mesora, and maybe that leniency is connected to uh, the razor. And just like he has a leniency to bring birds, he also has a leniency in that he does not, may not have to uh, use a razor. Um, you see, this kind, these kinds of comparisons are always very difficult because you never know if, the, if two cases are really the same in their essence and you can learn one law from the other. You know, bring any two cases, it's going to be something that's more stringent and more lenient in one than the other. And so now we're left without a, uh, a derivation uh, because of the challenge of Rava mi Barnish. Um, okay, so that he asked uh, Rav Ashe. So, Amar le Rava bar misharshia le Rava. Now, um, it, uh, uh, reflecting on this discussion uh, that we just had above, and right now we're left without a proof that a misora um, can um, has a, 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 a needs a um, a razor. It needs to be shaven with a razor. So uh, Rava Bar Mesharshia notes the following: Haytana meikara amar lelamdo mi mesora yefshar shen danin kalb mechamor lachmir alav veadar amar nelef medina u medina name la yalef. So he notes this is very strange because beforehand, if you remember up above, it wasn't too long ago. We can find it right here. Um, they tried here. Um, uh, the Talmud said, um, uh, maybe we can learn from Mesora uh, that a Mesora requires a razor. In other words, the Baraita there was assuming that, the, of course, a Mesora requires a razor, and maybe we can use that as a source 
for Nazir. Um, but then it said, no, we can't because we can't learn Kal uh, Mehamor. The Hamor is that Nazir has to shave, a Mesorah has to shave his entire body, and Nazir only his head, and so we can't learn from Mesorah to Nazir. And so this is very strange because up there, we were assuming that the Nazir is, uh, of course, that he has to uh, shave with a razor, and we were going to even use, try to use that as a source. In the end, we couldn't, right? So, uh, so we couldn't use Misora as a source, and we had to find um, uh, an independent, uh, independent uh, source for Nazir. And now, all of a sudden, and now, we're saying, oh, Misorah doesn't have a source, and we tried to learn from the other two, from the Levi and from the Nazir, and we said, oh, we can't, it broke down, right, because Misorah might be more lenient um, in that a Misorah can bring a, um, a, a poor person can bring just birds. And so this is very strange. At first you say, Misorah is the source and you can't learn from it only because so machmir. So Mesorah is like, of course, everybody knows it's a razor. And now you say, we have no proof because it's too lenient. So what, what's going on here um, is the question, right? These two, um, these two sugyot, one from yesterday and one from today, uh, are in uh, direct opposition, opposition to each other. Okay, that Badaitaf that we saw yesterday, that was the opinion of Rabbanan, who did, in fact, learn Mesorah, that Mesorah needs a razor independently. And we're going to see their, their source in a minute. Whereas the discussion that we just had here in this Badaita is according to Rabbi Eli Ezer, who does not have such a halakha that a Mesorah um, has to Mesora has has to be with a um, with a razor, and that's why we're looking for a source according to the B Eliezer. Okay, um, we won't get to the B Eliezer's final proof until tomorrow's daf. So remember, hold on to that. There was still going to need to answer for the B Eliezer. Where do you learn it from? If you're not learning it from the other two, um, but now all we're going to do for the rest of this daf is explain the the source of Rabbanan that we already assumed yesterday. Of course, Misora needs a razor, and it doesn't say it quite explicitly. So how come over there they assume that Misora um, does need a razor? And here is the source: Ditnan Mishnah in Makot. Okay, so this is talking about the prohibition against um, uh, destroying one's beard. Um, the pasuk that uh, this is based on is from right here. Um, this pasuk is talking to Kohanim specifically and says they should not shave smooth any part of their heads or cut their side growths of their beard. So this is one source that applies to Kohanim. That's in Vayikra 
21, there's another pasuk in Vayikra 19 that says a law that applies to everyone, not only Kohanim, Lo takifu pe'at roshechem ve'lo tashchit et pe'at zekanecha. You should not round uh, round off the side growths of your head, nor destroy, this is important, tashchit, in the language of destroy, the side growths of your beard. Why does it say it in that way and not just cut? Okay, so this is going to be the subject now. Um, what are we talking about in the, to uh, this prohibition? Does that apply only to a razor that's going to be related to this de- de- destroy? Or does it apply to any implement that one uses? Um, so that's the machloket in this Mishnah. So we say, says, Only if you use a razor. Whereas as it says, even if one removes hair from his sideburns and beard with uh, tweezers, here's tweezers, or with a plane. The plane is used to smooth out wood. It's used till today. I imagine that this would be quite, might be quite painful to use this on one's skin. Uh, but anyway, Rabbi uh, Eliezer says that this would also be prohibited, uh, whereas Tanakama says, no, 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 only, um, only a razor. Now, what's the source of Rabbanan that uh, cutting one's beard is prohibited only if it's with a razor? So now this is going to be a multi-step uh, uh, um, uh, argument. And so we're starting off with a pasuk about mesora. Let's look at that pasuk. Um, regarding mesora in Vayikra 14, it says on the seventh day of his uh, purification process, So he has to shave off all of his hair, his entire body. And then it specifies, Et rosho, et zekano, et gabot enav, et kol saro yegaleach, and so on. Um, so uh, it says his head and his beard and his eyebrows and uh, all of his hair. So why does it have to specify his beard if that his beard part of his body also? So why does it have to say it? Um, uh, so why does it have to say zekano? Oh, because it says, I'll tell you why. Because the other pasuk in Vayikra 21, uh, says that zikanam, you know, one is not allowed to shave one's beard, right? Normally, one cannot shave one's beard. So you might say even a mesorah uh, cannot shave his beard. And when the Torah says a uh, mesorah should shave or shave all of his hair, it means all the hair that he's permitted to shave um, on his head, on the rest of his body, but not on his hair. Uh, not on his beard. That's why the Pasuk in Mesorah goes out of its way to say, even one's beard, you can violate the other law of shaving beards uh, in order to fulfill, you must, in fact, in order to fulfill the Mesorah ceremony. Now, now back to the question that you that we um, uh, first raised, and how do you know that all this is with a razor? So it's true. In the Pasuk in Vayikra 21 that was directed to Kohanim, um, it just say, it says more generally, they shall, shave not, they shall not shave the corners of their beards. And that sounds like an en- use using any instrument. So we ask, even if you use just a scissors, would that be liable? No, that's why the other pasuk in Vayikra 19, that's the pasuk that's directed to all, all uh, B'nai Israel, says, do not destroy. That means a destructive manner, a manner of shaving that 
uproots the hair entirely that cuts right down to the skin. That is with a razor only. Scissors, I mean, you can get close with the scissors, but it's going to leave a little bit of stubble. And therefore, scissors are permitted. That is, this is the, the, the uh, source today to, to, for the prohibition. One cannot use a razor, straight razor. Um, but one can use um, the uh, lift and cut mechanism that's on electric shavers because the idea is that it's um, it's a, it's a it's a scissor mechanism, right? It's cap it's catching the the hair between two uh, moving blades um, and it lifts it up a little, cuts it very close. In fact, it is a close shave, but it's not directly touching the skin. There is a barrier uh, between the cutting instrument and the skin. Okay, so that's why that's why um, it's permitted to. This was a controversy. I don't know if anyone disagrees anymore that you can use an electric shaver. Okay, now can it be that? Um, how about with uh, tweezers and a plane? See, tweezers and a plane are things that are, are pretty destructive, right? They're gonna they're gonna uproot it, right, or cut it right at the at the base. Um, so maybe that would be liable. So that's why we bring the back, go back to the pasuk that uh, regarding kohanim that says, "They shall not shave off the corners of their beard," and that means. Um, one is liable only for removing their beard in a manner of shaving, and this is not a normal way, right? Nobody shaves with a with a wood plane or with uh, tweezers, and so since that's not called shaving, that would be not not be liable. And so from both of these two pieces we came together, we learned that it has to be one only violates shaving the peot and beard if one does so in a manner, a normal manner of shaving. And in a way that is destructive, meaning that goes down all the way down to the skin, and so that would only prohibit a razor. But these other other um, uh, other um, instruments would not be liable. So I guess that in order to have a manner of shaving that is also destructive, that would also only be with a razor. This then completes the proof for the banan that for a mesorah must use a razor, right? It's a two-step proof. Uh, first, you have to prove that the prohibition uh, regarding kohanim and all people to uh, shave their beards, that prohibition is only violated with a razor. Uh, you, can, uh, you, can share, you can cut your um, uh, beard or uh, sideburns with, um, with a scissor. That's okay. Since one only violates when um, violates uh, uh, shaving a beard when using a razor, and the Torah, when it's talking about Mesorah, goes out of its way to say not only that he has to shave all the hair of his body, but even Zekano. Well, why do you have to add that word? It must be that that word is coming to tell you that um, despite the fact that it's, there's a prohibition against cutting your uh, cutting off your beard. <clears throat> With a razor, nevertheless, the mesorah is permitted um, to do so. In fact, he must do so. And so, uh, if it has to go out of its way to tell you that, then it must be that the mesorah has to do it with a razor. Because if a mesorah was able to do, uh, to cut his, um, uh, if a mesorah was permitted to do his concluding ceremony with a scissor, and cut his beard that way, well then, there wouldn't be any uh, violating any prohibition. So Torah wouldn't have to go out of its way to say that, to say zikano, because then just use a scissor. 
In fact, the Torah adds in Zekano precisely to say that don't worry, you can cut your, your beard and you can, it's okay to over, this overrides, Misada overrides the prohibition against shaving. So that means, well, the prohibition against shaving was only with a razor. If you have to tell me that it's overridden, that means you have to, Misada has to, use a ta'ad to cut his beard. And from there we learn that a misoda has to use a razor. Okay, so that's why in that earlier baraita, um, on the previous staff, Rabbanan assumed that misoda has to use a razor and was trying to learn from there to Nazir, in fact. Okay, one last clarification of this proof. Mimai, dilma le'olam afilu liketo b'malket uber hitni name misva kabid v'hakate l'ashmoinan de'afilu betar l'amechayev aleh. Says, hold on, this may not be a proof necessarily that a misora has to use a, a, a razor. Maybe it's only proof that he can use a razor. In other words, maybe he can actually use tweezers or a plane, right? This a carpenter's instrument, and that would fulfill his his mitzvah um, uh, to complete his purification process. And why is the, the word zekano there? To tell you that he can even use a razor, right? Certainly these where he's not violating uh, the, the law of, um, of cutting um, sideburns and beard, um, but uh, even... Uh, he, he can also also use a razor, so um, so and he uh, and he wouldn't wouldn't be liable for doing so because misoda overrides. And so, in other words, this proof doesn't sh- show that he has to use a razor. Maybe the word Zekano is telling you that he can also use a razor, but he can also use anything else. So we respond to that with two answers. So we answer, no. If it were true that Mesora uh, can use any instrument, then the pasuk for Mesora would have, could have been kept quiet and didn't have to stay, uh, um, put in the extra word Zekano. And even if it didn't have zekano, I would be able to figure it out on myself. If a nazir who did a prohibition, who violated a prohibition, this is based on the common idea we've seen many times that one should not be a nazir, right? You're putting yourself, adding more restrictions that the Torah didn't need you to add. And so if being a nazir, which is a negative, and nevertheless, you have to use a, a, a razor, and it overrides that the, the razor prohibition, so, hacha mitzvah here, where Mesorah is doing a mitzvah, Mesorah, right, he didn't do anything wrong, for, right, we're not taking into account that Lashon Haramidrash, right, Mesorah, he just got Mesorah, and now he has a mitzvah to do the purification, so all the more so, he it should override the prohibition against shaving with a razor, and so I could figure that out just from my Kalvachomer without. Um, uh, 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 without the extra word zekano, so if has the extra that extra word zekano, it must mean not only that he can use a razor, but even that he must use a razor. That's number one, and furthermore, the two. Okay, a further response to that question is, if you would think that 
And Mr. Oda can use tweezers or a plane to fulfill his uh, ceremonial obligation. Um, and because it doesn't say Todd there, doesn't say a razor. So if it doesn't say a razor, then we can assume that he can use these other items. Well, if you would say that, that it means also that you can use that you can use these items, then we would have to apply the rule of Reshakish, who said, anytime you have an aseh and a lotaseh, positive and a negative commandment that contradict that go against each other, if in general you, uh, if they can't if they contradict each other, then you have to say aseh doche lotaseh, like brit milah. You could do it even on Shabbat. Um, but if you can, uh, if you can fulfill both of them, right, and you don't have to violate, then that's better. Um, uh, so then, then do that. If not, then I says doche lotase. So in other words, we only going are going to override the lotase if there's no other uh, no other way. And if you would say that you can use a scissor uh, to cut to cut the Mesoda's beard, then there would be no pro- pr- permission to use a razor, right? Why should why should we allow? Why should the Torah allow a person to use a razor and violate the prohibition against shaving with a razor when the Mesoda can simply use a scissor? So if scissors were allowed, then actually razors would not be allowed. And so we, uh, we say in conclusion that it, it only makes logical sense uh, that razors are the only way a mesorah can do it. And that's why it has to say the word zekano in order to teach you that, yes, he, he, he can use a razor and he must use a razor and only a razor. And therefore, it does override the prohibition against shaving with the razor because there is no other way that a misoda can do it. All right. And so this um, gives us an answer for the banan. And right, just to review, we were asking what we, there, we said that there were three people that have to shave their hair. And we saw a, a, a source for Nazir and for Levi. Those were explicit. Misorah was not explicit. We weren't able to learn it from either one or both of the other two. So we're asking, how do you learn it? And so Misorah, according to the Banan, who say that Misorah has to use a razor, they actually have a source, since it says Zekano, uh, regarding the Misorah, that proves that he it goes out of his way to say you can use a kano because it overrides the prohibition. And the prohibition, according to the banan, is only shaving a beard with a razor. Okay, but this will not answer for the Bielizid who says that you um, you violate sha- shaving with a razor even if you use these other Top, uh, other types of instruments, and so uh, we'll have to continue and uh, ask for a source according to the B. Eli Azir. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.